When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton still. Josh, psychic, psychic Josh is across the table from me. Hello. Great to see you, Boyd, in lovely new crepes you're wearing that you mentioned on last week's show. So yes. Lovely su- Supreme Nike. Correct. Red and white, of course. Are they going to be your lucky Arsenal trainers then? It could be. Yeah, they're very comfortable as well as being extremely limited edition Supreme Nike How SB. limited? Um, I don't have the numbers, but, um, but they're definitely sold out in the first first day. There was a big queue, I saw from you. Always a big queue at Supreme, every week. Every week not a queue for you, though. You, no, no, no. You. I get special special treatment. Let's not, let's not waste time anymore with this. Like, much as I'm happy to talk about it, it's my Supreme fetish. Well, you could do a whole other podcast on Supreme, given you're doing about do you know four other idea. podcasts at the moment. Actually, doing a, a podcast about Supreme, suddenly you've given me an idea. I'll, I'll investigate that. No anyway, we're joined... In this episode of Footballistically Arsenal by the great Charlie Eccleshare of Telegraph Sport fame. Hello. Who I've noticed more and more recently has been writing about tennis. On, certainly yeah. on, your, on your Twitter feed. Yes, my other love. Yeah. Arsenal and tennis. Arsenal. Who's your favourite tennis player? Um, probably still Andy Murray. Really? Yeah. Do you get on with him? Do you, yeah. yeah he he's, seems like a good guy. He's great with the media. Isn't he an Arsenal fan? Somehow. Yeah, sort of nominally. Sort of, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, he's he's yeah. good, good guy. And um, Andrew Dickens is here, formerly of Shortlist Magazine, now a freelance operative. I prefer mercenary. Mercenary. Yeah. You are talking mercenary. You're looking, I feel like now you've left the confines of the office. Mm-hmm. You're like more of a, like a wild man. Of, you're like, you've got like moustache, more facial hair. You've got tattoos all over the place. It's just a whole... The tattoos were there before, were but, but the, the facial hair <laughs> right. is new. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's one of those things you can't really do if you have colleagues or, you know... Yeah. Just see people generally during the day, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. don't. No. So, yeah. Wow. Um, and uh, we've got lots to talk about. Josh has done a menu. I might, I'll go and get into the menu. But we, we are sponsored, as ever, by Labrooks. And if you want to um, check out the betting situation, 
go to betdarstalpodcast.net. Um, on the menu, though, I'm going to go through the menu this week. I haven't done that for a while. Old school. Uh, we have Cardiff 2, Arsenal 3 to discuss in great detail, obviously. Uh, the Europa League draw. We're going to have a highly informed uh, chat about that. The Carabao Cup draw. Lots of draws there were. A flurry of cup draws late old, last old week. Chester draws. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the departure of Reese Nelson. I mean, I'm not thinking we'd spend too long on that. <laughs> <laughs> and the Arsenal Legends game, which is happening because it was a bleak international weekend coming up. But Arsenal... If you not, want your Arsenal fix. If you want your Arsenal fix, then you can see Jeremy Aliadier playing for Arsenal Legends. Yes, Legends, in quotes. That's, that's, that's some indication of what I think about this particular game. It's really harsh. I'm going to defend so, it to the hill. You defend in, it, mate. Ali Adier, one of those lovely ex-Arsenal players hey. I've ever dealt with. More about that later. More about that later. Um, first of all, Cardiff 3 Arsenal, Cardiff 2 Arsenal 3. Could have been Cardiff 3 Arsenal. It could have been 5-4, 7-6. I mean, they had an incredible number of choices, didn't they? Even though they had about, what, 10% of the, <laughs> of the, of the ball. It was like a very low percentage. It was around 20, I think. 20. Yeah. They had a phenomenal number of chances. Of, of quite, they could have scored if it hadn't been for their profligacy. A few saves by check. But, bottom line, my main message, I've been going on and on every week about Lacazette having to play... First name on the team sheet, and he was man of the match. He was brilliant. Wasn't he the difference, Charlie? He was very good, and him and Alabama Yang look like they've got this understanding. Quite old school, we were talking about this before, um, the kind of could this be the, the rebirth of a strike partnership? Mm. They certainly seem to have a chemistry, and as a fan, it's always really exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, he came on against West Ham and made the difference there, and he definitely merited a start. And yeah, his movement was great. He looked really direct, was bringing Alabama Yang into play. Um, yeah, he was, he was definitely a a big plus point Andrew yeah he's a focal point isn't he he's, mm. I noticed this when he came on against City as well he, he made a big difference because suddenly there was someone they could aim at I mean you look at the second goal uh, on Sunday God, what day is it um, the second goal on Sunday yesterday yeah yesterday even. yeah I know. it um, seems like a long time ago it does seem like a long time ago but, you know, but it was, he was someone that Ozil could play the ball into you know yeah. he had the little layoff it's, I'm not going to say Bergkamp and Henri here but it's still that kind of thing. You've got, you know, you've got the guy who's a, a natural finisher, he's a faster player, just slightly wider centre, mm. and you've got the guy who can you know, play off. And they, they obviously seem to get on with each other, which does help, I think. Yeah, if you've seen the, um, like, you know, the, the much-derided Arsenal social media content, mm. um, <laughs> there's lots of footage of them having a laugh yeah. with each other. And that, he was asked about that in the post-match interview and he said yeah we you know we have fun together and they have celebrations together i think it's i think it's beautiful josh there was a lovely celebration where they shook each other's hands yes as if to signify mm-hmm. exactly what you were saying i think it was terrific to see i mean look it, it was the one thing we mentioned on last week's podcast you were saying it was the most obvious thing to do is bring lacazette in and yeah. i think we all felt that it was going to happen and you'd be surprised that in most league games this season if now they don't get the opportunity to play together and you spoke about ozil wanting to play with other players who he felt were on his level and I think this is the, the way forward. Yeah. And I think this People is are still saying, happen. even after... This is what gets me annoyed, is even after that incredibly man-of-the-match performance by Lacazette and working absolutely in tandem with Aubameyang and, by the way, with Ozil um, and Ramsey, both mm-hmm. playing together, which was previously considered a can-that-work even. That, that doesn't happen mm. very often, does it? So we had all of these essentially attacking players on the pitch kind of working... And I'm not... We'll get to the defence and all of that, mm. <laughs> those issues. But at least attacking-wise, it looked very promising and creative. I know, and I know it was only Cardiff. But even then, 
compare it to last year, some of, our, some of our away performances against teams of that level, without being too horrible about them. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is people are still saying you can't play Lacazette and Aubameyang against the big team. Now they're saying against like City. Well, like, no. Yeah. This is my whole point is you've got to play your best players. They keep going on about week after week. But for me, the performance... Clearly, they can play together. Well, there's no reason they can't play together against Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, etc. as well. You just have to find out the best way of then having the defensive unit to deal with whatever the, the opposition throw in. Exactly. I think you look at a team like Liverpool and the way they play Mane, Firmino, Salah, and they played Coutinho and he was there as well. And they fa- you know, what good managers will do is find a way of getting your best players to play. And clearly, Lacazette is amongst our best attacking players. So it absolutely can work. It's just finding that framework. And and that's been the issue for us, you know, having that balance where we can have a really thrilling front three, but not leave ourselves completely exposed. You know, Man United used to do that. Ferguson used to have the kind of Tevez, Rooney, Ronaldo. Basically just had those three attacking, not doing a huge amount of defending, which can work, but you need to have that base. Of course. That's the issue more than can Lacazette and Aubameyang play together. Of course they can. And Aubameyang did work hard you know he was defending corners yeah. um i even saw it didn't really get picked up on much but ozil charging that shot down in the second mm. half do you see that yeah he yeah. flew out of the penalty yeah. area which yeah. you know <laughs> he, he also fouled one of that someone didn't he yeah, but, yeah he kind of got in got lovely to terrible it. lovely to i mean father, yeah no it was having, having yeah. seen ozil's return what do you th- does that cast more doubt or anything on this illness situation last week? Or you just think he was unwell and he's, he's back now? Who knows? I mean, they, they, we've we, had a week to die down. We've had a week to die down. There was another, wasn't there some, one of the journalists who originally reported, you may know more about this than me, but mm. who originally did report, or at least tweeted, saying that Oza Stornoff then recanted that and said, oh, apparently that didn't happen. So there seems to be the official... I mean, I, I, th- I think as I kind of alluded to last week, I feel there's a bit of truth. You know, what, who defines, you know, whether he walked out I can't believe he was necessarily very happy in being substituted in the previous game and and the public statements by Emery about him have been uh, to say the least I think ambiguous you know it's definitely been, mm. he's definitely alluded the manager's definitely alluded to Ozil needing to work hard hasn't he I mean he just has so I can't imagine Ozil and his people or whatever are particularly thrilled with the way there's been focus on him being one of the players who needs to kind of buck his ideas up, which has clearly happened. But he absolutely does have to, though, because if you look at it, I actually think you look at, again, comparing it with Liverpool, what those three do, they all work incredibly hard. Even someone like Eden Hazard, who is such an exciting, flary player, works really, really hard. Iron Robin, Ribery at Bayern, that's what you have to do, even if you're that good. Lacazette and Aubameyang have that about them. Lacazette works really hard. Ozil's the one of those three, I would say, looks the most vulnerable if we want to play the way that Emery wants us to play. Yeah. The turning point would, would be whether he when clearly fit isn't selective for that starting eleven, And that would feel like a, a, you know, a, a big statement. And that, that's not happened yet. Um, whether the last week he was available and they just mm. thought it was easier to sort of brush it under the carpet and make him unavailable for the game, at least in the sort of public's eyes, I don't know. But I didn't think he... I thought he was quite anonymous for large chunks of yesterday. I know, particularly that first half. He sort of almost I forgot think, he was there at points. I think he was quite the effective. I, wa- I watched the game twice... I sort of half watched it uh, whilst decorating, uh, and then watched it again this morning with a with a cooler head wow. and and, and, uh, <laughs> a, and cooler a, head? a cooler head. I was got, nice. decorating is really hard work. Did you watch the matches uh, highlights as well? Yes. Okay. So I've I've overanalyzed like if anything. Cool, yeah. <laughs> triple whammy. Yeah. It's so true. Mm. Um, but yeah, 
I think I think I was watching him particularly in the first half. Okay, it wasn't a great game. He wasn't dominating anything like that. But he was he was getting the ball. He was looking for a forward pass. He was looking to be creative. And in the second half, he he upped it even more. And he's had. I mean, I think we might be forgetting the summer that he's had. Yeah, part of a dog, you know, god awful German team, and not only part of a god awful German team, but the focus of everyone's ire and mm. hatred and blame. And then the whole. Um, resignation thing or retirement thing that came after that you know it's going to get into someone's head you know and i think it's going to affect his performance so i i i, I think that's going to be part of it but i think as time goes yeah. by i thought it was a, yeah, yeah i know i agree with the thing about it, the time i think it was a very ozillion performance well, but me. this is the like, thing I, th- I think we're getting to a point deep down i've certainly had this point i've spent the last five years probably defending us yeah. almost like a family member you know it's really annoying when people from the outside do but realistically a guy on that much money He's just got to be more obviously effective, hasn't he? I mean, I so, you look yeah. at someone like Hazard. Yeah. You know, when Hazard oh, gets I mean, the no ball, yeah. you are terrified as a defender. Mm. I don't think that happens regularly enough with Ozil. I'm not saying he's not a beautiful player, he's intelligent, he takes up great positions, but I think for that amount of money that he's on, you want someone who's just so dangerous so yeah. con- and so consistent. And in big games, you would think, yeah, this is a guy who the opposition defenders yeah. are going to be scared of. I, I, I just yeah, don't think my, that happens regularly enough. Well, that's my problem. My problem with him has never been ever that he doesn't track back or even work hard enough but I do think I mean I do think with this system with this you know with us pressing more he's going to have to just to fit into the system Mm. he's going to have to change a little bit Mm -hmm. but none of that is my my issue with him is actually he doesn't even create he doesn't actually create enough he goes through long periods of games or certainly in the last you know in his latter period at Arsenal post signing his 350 grand a week Mm. contract it's the it's the lack of creativity from him and the but lack. Of, it, it was a period. There was an amazing. If you look at the stats, there's an amazing period where he was the most creative yeah. player in Europe. Like he was creating the most chances, assists, and he had that record breaking assist. Record breaking assist thing. Mm. But then it's completely tailed off. Look at the stats. It's totally tailed mm. off. Even Last the season. chances because I, I don't look assists well, depends yeah, on who's on the end of it. Because part of that was just yeah. our finishing a <laughs> lot worse. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But even if, if, if you're if you're setting up Daniel Welbeck. I know. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Mm. But even then, I think watching his performances last season compared to the year before, you know, it was just it was chalk yeah. and cheese. He, he, he I'm, he's not the kind of player like like Hazard who's going to come on and take the game by the scruff of the neck in, in the way Hazard does. But you do expect him to create some extraordinary moments. That's what he's there yeah. for. If you know, but that's what's what I've found frustrating with him. Even like moments where his touch seems to have gone, and suddenly you know he won't be able to control the ball that you think he should. And all of that must be mental. I'm sure you're right. Mm-hmm. That's all. But. That's what's annoyed me about it. It doesn't feel like we're going to get a change in, in persona. And I, I, I totally hear what Charlie's saying in terms of wanting to see someone who is more obviously um, sort of earning that huge sum. I, I just think it's a bit like with, with Petr Cech. Are, are we going to see a completely different player now? I very much doubt it. But I mean, those Ozil stats always you know, stand up to themselves. More chances created than any other player since he came to the Premier League. And more assists than any other player since he came to the Premier League. And if you compare that to what you know, a David Silva or Kevin De Bruyne, you know, I've had with these Manchester City players and strikers around them. It is it is remarkable, and until he has a season where that you know drastically drops, he, he deserves his place in this team. I, I just think you know maybe it's yes, you know you could break down against the top six and against everyone else, and it's not you know quite as even as you'd hope. But I, I'm I'm just excited. I think he was well, I, he was a bit way, quiet yesterday. He was a but bit quiet. I think there's a period coming. He's got. I mean, this is going to be a weird situation for him now. Two weeks. It'll be the first time presumably in years he won't mm. have had an international week. He'll mm. be in training with the, most of the 
players who he wouldn't expect yeah, to usually be around. Ten of those? And you know what? That might not be the worst thing. I, I think he likes. I think there's two, three months coming where he's going Look, to be brilliant. Again. I, I, I would pick him absolutely 100% every game. I would, pick, I would always pick him because I, I keep going back to play your best players. So for me, him, Lacazette. Um, was yesterday exactly what you'd have done? Yeah, pretty well, much. Leno, Torreira? Leno, definitely. Leno and Torreira. So for me, the big questions are, you know, why the heck he, he's got to, isn't he? I mean, for me, this is the perfect time. So he's given Czech his go and Czech has completely shown that he cannot play football. <laughs> well, it felt, right? like, it felt like Czech, the whole thing, was giving him enough yeah, to hang himself right. with. And I thought he'd, he'd maybe be more brutal and cut <laughs> yeah. it after one game. But I feel now there's yeah. this chance, isn't there, with, with in, in, this, in the international week. Isn't well, there a yeah. go, right now, let's give Leno a chance. I, I said last week that it almost felt like with this situation... He's one mistake away from just being pulled out of the team. Yeah. And, and what he did on eight minutes, I know we didn't concede, so it won't get but quite I mean, the, yeah. um, the highlighting that it, that it would have done otherwise. But th- that was as poor a goalkeeping error as you oh, can see in the game. However, Schmeichel today was, was interviewed and, and said, no, he, he absolutely believes that Czech will yeah, remain in, in together, goal number one. Goal, goalkeepers all stick together. Mm-hmm. Really. Oh, especially the old timers. What do you think, Andrew? Well, I, I think, yeah, I think at the start of the season when he was making mistakes, I mean, it's, it was only one or two mistakes, but of a certain type and, and really painful to watch. But he was also backing that up with some really good saves. So it was hard yeah. to drop him. if he, you know, He's doing the, the main job of a goalkeeper, which is to stop the ball going in the net, or at least, you know, trying to stop it going in the net. Um, but I think you're right. I think the, the time will come. Maybe, or maybe Leno has to play a, a Carabao Cup or Europa mm-hmm. Cup, uh, Europa League, sorry. Um, a couple of those games and, you know, just be present and, and be known to the fans and stuff like that because it, it's one of these things isn't it you're always a much better player when you're not playing mm. yeah but there are two things that worry me with with the whole situation one is that leno can't be as good as we were perhaps hoping because surely if he was a kind of edison allison level he's clearly not because you would just start him right you, you wouldn't be like oh we'll, we'll give the old keeper a go you just put him in or it's a case of Emery not being ruthless enough. If you think Guardiola, when he came in, was like, right, Joe Hart, I don't care that you're English and you're popular and you shout a lot, yeah. you're cut. Yeah. I, I kind my of feel theory, Leno can't be that much better than Czech, my which only, is maybe a sobering thought. My only <laughs> That's a depressing thought. My only theory is, look at what has happened with Lacazette, right? So I've, we've been, you know, most Arsenal fans have been going, why, why aren't you starting with Lacazette since the start of the season? I have, anyway. That he didn't, he hasn't. He's stood, he stood firm, did not start him. Brought him on at half time. Then he played him from the start, and it was man of the match. And it all maybe, maybe that's his. Te- maybe there's a method to his madness. Do you know what I mean? In, mm. He's holding Leno back, holding Leno back, letting check, giving check the goes the incumbent, getting into the point where it just has to play Leno because then it becomes completely absurd. And I think he, I might. So his my theory is, and it will be blown out of the water if it doesn't happen. That he's going to pick him for the next game. But I don't think if you're a manager and you, sorry to sorry cut across you, if you're a manager. At, you know, your job is to win points. And if you really thought Leno was that much better than Czech, I don't think you'd be playing games. You'd just be like, I want to I not lose to City. I want to not lose to Chelsea. I'm going to put in a guy who's loads better than but Czech. But man management's important as well, isn't it? So for me, like, I mean, you, what you're saying, he's not weakness. I mean, I, it's, maybe, it is a, maybe it's a surprise. For me, like the fact, again, that Mkhitaryan, you know, I mean, some people thought that he played really well in the last game. I think mean, he was okay, but he'd been pretty feeble, I thought, in the first couple of games mm. this season. And I would have immediately Agreed. dropped him, you know. But... 
he doesn't seem, you know, maybe his ruthlessness, you know, is also realistic and he's got to kind of keep, you know, he's new. He's got to get the players on his side, doesn't mm. he? As much as anything, as well as being, as well as showing them that they will be dropped if they're not good enough. I don't know. I, I'm not. Yeah, Czech is one of the senior players yeah. as well. He's, and there is like an old fashioned notion of like having to earn your place in a team. Yeah. You come to a club, you don't just necessarily walk straight in, you know, even though. Gwen Doozy has. But, you know, that's maybe a slightly different situation. But, you know... He, when you're a 19-year-old with no yeah. top-flight pedigree, that's one thing. And doesn't exactly. Gwen Doozy seem to be the one that he has his favourite? He's, like, personal. Possibly. I've yeah. picked him out. I'm and also, know. he had a very good pre-season. Right. Yes. Um, Whereas Torreira wasn't fit to start the season. Yeah. If it was between the two of them, you could argue. Yeah. I think Torreira will be in yeah. next Soon. game, without a doubt. Well, unless, against, he has, unless he has some... I don't know what Ven, uh, um, Uruguay's fixture is this weekend oh, yeah. if they even have, have one they'll probably have a nightmare one, yeah. travel just one thing about Czech you, what you have to probably I mean, obviously 30 seconds in he makes a small error gets his feet gets away <laughs> with it and actually we keep possession 8 minutes in it's a disaster error I think 8 times 9 times out of 10 you, you can see the goal from that situation but he kept with it and that takes some balls because the temptation would be right I've made a horrendous error every time it's back to me I'm clearing it I'm clearing it I don't care what the manager instructs. but he persisted and that shows something well, that you, you, you're showing faith back to the manager you're going right you know this is what you want I'm going to carry on I'm going to give it I'm going to give it I'm going to give it it almost would have been more I, I, mean, I, take, I take what you're saying but it almost would be more embarrassing if he'd have stopped like playing out from the back and because he kept because in fact he, there was a couple of other further incidents weren't there where not he's on still the same level not on the same but almost as bad like there was and there was one goalkeeping moment where he kind of tracked one of the players you've seen it three times do you remember who it was do you remember oh, he and tracked then they, and then he got <laughs> completely yeah, it was like left an open goal and they it was well, unbelievable. that was a difficult situation yeah, yeah. he got pulled out and it then obviously a, the header went back out. across goal yeah. and the guy the guy the original guy was sort of clean through so he did have to come out and then the yeah, guy went away from goal he, yeah uh, in that like, moment he looked so old exactly he did didn't he <laughs> but I, I mean I don't right. think anyone's questioning his professionalism you know clearly he's a great pro and we all love to check it's just whether this if, yeah. if we want to play this way, it doesn't I, look like it's that well suited. I personally would be amazed if he doesn't pick Leno and Torreira in the next in the next. Year. So we should talk about certainly Torreira, certainly Torreira, because mm. Torreira came on and had like a golden. How long was he on for? Half an hour. Yeah. Half an hour was just like didn't yeah, literally didn't do anything difference. wrong. Every pass was you know worked. Every just and but the question is, isn't it? Who does he who does he replace? Does he? There's the Jaka question. Yeah, which again we've we've talked about week in week out, but he does give. He literally gave that goal. It yeah. was down to him. Now I know his his great skill seems to be, according to some, you know, stitching together the play mm. right from defence. But if part of that is every single game giving the opposition a, pl- a chance to score against us, then is that worth it? Isn't that the basic essence of a Premier League midfielder to be able to stitch some play together? Like, why do we really rely on him? Can't Torreira do that? Can't Guendouzi do that? A, a weird thing with Jacka. Like, I'm still. A st- there's still something inside me. Just feels like it's well, you and all these managers. They were yeah, there. Yeah. Well, I, I, I watched again when I watched the second full-length viewing yesterday with a cool, <laughs> calm head. Um, he did actually play. Apart from he made he made two errors that were very costly. He played really well. He was moving the ball forwards quickly. He was his passing was good. He just there was the I mean there was the pass for the goal, the the misplaced pass yeah. for the goal, but. We still should have defended that anyway. It wasn't. It was. It's not like he gave oh, it away yeah, to sure. him ten yards in front and goal. Yeah. But he um, knows how vulnerable we are when, yeah. when we get. And that was that. a completely weird, pointless thing. To yeah, do. and then he didn't on that goal. So he didn't then defend that well when no. he was trying to track back on it. But but uh, but apart from that, he was he was very effective, and that's. What's really frustrating because I just think he has these little lapses. Mm. Um, I think he has the. You know he's he's a big guy. He's quite physical. He's maybe not that quick, 
um, you know, he can. He's quite dirty, which we, we, he always everyone's, looked, yeah. everyone's after. Right. You know, everyone, yeah. everyone wants a dirty midfielder. But I think like it feels like there's a lot of goodwill towards him. Mm. I think, or at least there has been, and people wanted to be good. And I think he came, and I think we were a bit misled, and we we're like, right, this is like the hard man, tough tackling central midfielder we've been missing for a decade. Then we realised he couldn't tackle. Then I was like, okay, well he must be a really good passer, right? He's not actually that good at long range passer. So now we're like, ah, oh, he must yeah. be a kind of yeah, he's game a short range passer. Yeah, yeah. But which I mean, maybe he is. But so, but so should most of the team should be short, should be capable. That's what my point is. Mm. We, we're clinging on to this idea that he's a great stitcher together of the play. Picking, but that's the merest you should expect, isn't it? It's the minimal you should expect. It's like when goalies are described as good shot stoppers. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, that's his fucking job. And it's, an ar- it's an Arsenal. We need Xhaka for me. Like my Giroud dislike over the years. Both those players, for me, define the mediocrity that Arsenal can sink into. And I almost feel like, as fans, we just get inured to them. Like, we just accept Shaka's going to play every single game. And I just don't get why. I just think Torreira's got to be a better bet. And I, and I feel Gunduzi just looks like, a, you know, is, is someone we should stick with just because he's been one of the highlights of the season so far. So for me, I, I feel, yeah, Shaka should. Toss up. There was, it was interesting. Um, there was a free kick at the sort of about 20 yards outside the area, pretty central. Which you're thinking, oh, that would be Shaka or maybe Urzor. And Gwendozi took oh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, that was interesting. You yeah. know, so that is interesting because yeah. you might argue that he's not, he can't replace Shaka because of, you know, Shaka's role in the team. But maybe, yeah. maybe well, he can. Pass at Chelsea was Gwendozi, probably the pass of the season so far, the mm. one that led to, yeah. was it Bellerin and then the cross yeah. and then we scored from? Mm-hmm. That was pretty hard, best pass of the season. But we all love Torreira, right? That's, that's yeah. Yeah. very excited about Torreira. His movement, he seemed very intelligent. Yeah. Really intelligent. Yeah. We'll come back to this and more after this break. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. Did, do, I do feel now that, he's, he, that, that Emery's getting closer to knowing his best team, albeit including substitutions like bringing Torreira on and apart from Leno. So with that bearing in mind, I mean, in a way, I mean, I, partly we could, I mean, I'm just about to contradict what I said in the first half, which was that I feel he's going to bring on, start with those players in the next game, Newcastle away. But equally, you couldn't entirely blame him if he kept with this team, could you? Having achieved that result, I don't know. I don't know how do you feel, mm. or do we feel that actually, you know, that we were so flawed defensively. So the defense thing, the defense thing is interesting, isn't it? Because like people are saying, oh, it's just as bad as it was under Wenger. And what's changed? I actually think something has changed. First of all, we let in eight goals in the first three games last season. So people who say we were better defensively last season, nonsense. So we've always been terrible defensively under Wenger. What's different now is we are this playing it out from the back thing, which immediately is giving when it goes wrong, which it did do quite a lot, which it has done every game quite a lot. Yeah. Whether you're blaming Czech or the fullback or whatever it's immediately giving the opposition a focus is to attack us right from the from the kickoff that for me seems to be mm. and that seems to be one of the main and the whole fullback starting on thing all mm. these things are different ways of playing aren't they that make us defensively well you'd, you'd hope that if you're a team and you're you want, you're going to play Arsenal this season you probably want to do it early on because if <laughs> yeah. we're getting used to a new system You've got to remember, against West Ham, we we're fortunate to win. And there's an argument to say we we're pretty fortunate yesterday in that we, you let in two goals. On all crosses, we looked vulnerable. You had that moment where Czech came out and had to, you know, the cross goes in, header over. We've scored a goal only with 10 minutes left. This could be a really different conversation in a way. Could have, you know, could only have two points after, after the games. But I think defensively, you've got to say it, it will only get better. You, you, I, I have, you yeah. have to believe that because they will get used to the, this system. Because at the moment, I think, I think personally, that West Ham game, I mentioned it last week, we were as 
mm. worse than any other any of the game against similar sort of teams that, that we had under Wenger last no, year. No. And we could just conceded that many chances. So um, you, you, that defence is going to be our defence. There doesn't seem to be any debate. The one area of the pitch there isn't debate about is, is who's starting really. Unless you want to argue Holding could come in for... Um, you know, for Socrates at the back at the moment, you'd say, look, that is the the four defenders, and hopefully they just get better as a as a unit. It's not. I don't blame it all on defenders, though. No, no. They're, they're getting exposed a hell of a lot. It was quite interesting yesterday that Guendouzi was really dropping back into mm. a almost like a make, three, make a three, yeah, at the back. I went to the the Chelsea friendly in Dublin, and he was doing that a lot. He was easily our best player in that game, um, and we weren't very good. Um, but he was he was doing that a lot. He was mm. sort of like fitting back in as the the full bot the full bots Are they bots no <laughs> um, full backs I think pushing three, forward. Yeah. He was get, giving a bit of cover, and I think he did that yesterday a bit more, which makes us look a bit more solid. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I was going to say for me, it's less about the playing out the back. It's more how exposed we look when we give, when we when we're turned over. And that West Ham game was like the, certainly the worst. That first half was 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 painful. So I think it's more about. Clearly, the way we want to attack, because we don't have out and out wingers really. Clearly, no. the way we want to attack and get width is through the fullbacks mm. when we forward. Mm. And you can do that. Man City do that. But the only way you can do that is if you have central midfielders who are going to cover that space. So I think it's about, you know, yeah. them, them learning to do that right. in a more efficient yeah. way. And Walker and, and hopefully um, that will happen. Like Mendy or whatever, just like a little bit better. Up. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got, I mean, even, I even include Monreal. Like, for, so I, th- I think, by the way, I think there's a slightly unf- you know, everyone loves Monreal and no, no one ever has a bad word to say against him. Hector Bellerin gets it in the neck constantly now. He's one of the current. Well, Monreal didn't shine for one. Well, know, I was about to goal. say, he yeah, didn't shine. Didn't and shine. and he, him, he's just as culpable, I think, as. as um, I think as so Hector. much of that is optics. I think that, the right. way that, you know, Bellerin's this Instagram model. Yes. He's such an exactly. easy target. Monreal, fashion lover. How yeah, dare he exactly. love his He has a life outside of it. Monreal looks just like a full, yeah. how a fullback should look in most right. sort of traditionalist sides. I agree, yeah. I agree. He's so good going forward at the moment, Bellerin, though. He's great. He's his great. final ball's been fantastic so this season. Yeah. And I think that's good managing. He's, yeah. he's playing to his strengths. His strength has always been going forward. It's mm-hmm. just that we haven't had a system that's, that's played to that. And now, he's, 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 and his passing was great. His final ball was good. Yeah, his, his final, final ball's, ball's been better really than it as far as I'm concerned. All you have to say is, you know, yesterday we played against the Premier League's weakest team, statistically. And we conceded two goals against a team that could not score <laughs> yeah. until that point of the season and could have conceded more. So, in theory, that's you know, is an easy away game we're going to get. But the away form is, is what's going to decide this season. Because I think at home, we will probably win a 13, 14 of those home games. We'll probably lose against the bigger teams. Um, our hopes of top four is just, can we go on the road? So, at the moment, you'd probably say before the season, after four games, we'd probably all have predicted six points. Probably go, right, going to lose to City, lose to Chelsea, we should win the yeah. other two games. When we go to Newcastle away, that'll be the first game really this season where if you win, that will be an improvement on kind of what we were doing last season. And yeah, we lost that's that That's a fixture, sign of intent. Yeah, sign of yeah. intent. What is funny, to, to wrapping up the kind of discussion of our current form, I, uh, what, if you stand back from it, I was looking at some old tweets. When, you remember the whole period when everyone thought, um, what's his name from Everton, was going to come, was going to be the manager, you know. Um, uh, who was the drummer? Which the, one? Martinez? Uh, or? No, no, no. Our ex-player, Not name I've forgotten. Arteta. Arteta. Arteta, thank you. You know, I'm an old man, I forget everyone's name. John. Um, <laughs> when that, remember that period where Arteta was the favourite, mm. before even Emery was even thought of, seemingly, and everyone was thinking, oh, you know, this is going to be, you know, it'll be, everyone was kind of guessing how we would become. And then when Emery came in, everyone was thinking, oh, he's going to tighten things up and it's going to be, and it's kind of like now, where even, it's even more the case that you get entertainment, absolutely guaranteed, all of our games have been unbelievably entertaining end to end, and I'm not saying, and I, you know, I, I think, actually, one of the 
things that irritated me about Lake Pierre is it kind of became a bit boring in a, mm. in a weird way. And we weren't playing that. Yeah, it was of, a myth. That it was we a myth, this exactly. Football. Yeah, we didn't, did we? Well, it's now, actually, I do think we have got an identity, yeah. which is, it may be a funny identity, <laughs> but it's our identity. Last, yeah, last, last couple of seasons were not pretty. No. At all. No. Um, but I mean, the Chelsea game was mad because. We were terrible 15 minutes. Oh, it's weird. And it was all right. Yeah. 15 minutes. And I, I kept, at the end of that second half, I was gutted that we, yeah, we weren't 5-2 we, we, up. Yeah. I was like, why have we not wrapped this one up? Yeah. And then the second half, weirdly, when Torreira came on, we looked like a really solid yes. defensive it unit. It was like playing for a draw. Yeah. For a while. But do you think, did anyone see the, uh, on, on Sky, that we've seen twice, did you do the, the initial, when they showed the formation? I thought the formation right. was so funny. If you look at it, I tried to... I, I fast-forwarded to oh, the start. Oh, no, it's like they literally have the def four in defence, like mm. one of them, and there's like six players that are just randomly <laughs> spread. Like, we have no idea how are they going to play, how they're going to line up. We're just going to throw them all at, at the screen and it'll be fine. And, and kind of a trying to... dig yeah, our organisation. Exactly. And we should move on to well, the other the items in Josh's draw. menu. Oh, yeah, Europa League draw. You, you, you were saying you, you might even go to one of these oh, games. We, we usually go to a European game every, every yeah, season. we did what Josh. Cologne we went to. Yeah, Cologne. Yeah. Oh, no, we lost. That was Cologne's first win of a season. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Having not won for three months, they beat us. But I am excited. Um, Lisbon. Lisbon. Yeah, Lisbon. Because Lisbon is, you know, obviously um, one of the great mm. places in Europe. And one of a friend associated what with the podcast may or may, not, <laughs> may or may not have a lavish villa near there. I don't know. So, yeah, I'm going to go to that one, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I've, booked, I've booked to go to Lisbon. Really looking forward to is that. Is anyone going to go to... Azerbaijan to see so there's no direct someone, flights. If someone pays for me to go oh, okay. and gives me a ticket, so I don't go. think we've got the budget. <laughs> Same goes for Lisbon, by the way. Uh, As a freelance but, uh, operative, you are available. I am available, yeah. really available. Yeah. So that's... you'll have to go. We, do, well, do you go was... to? Do you cover Arsenal's European games? I some... No, I haven't done oh, the European okay. games. And actually, on I can't go to that Lisbon game because I'm interviewing Alex Kleb. Uh, oh who's going to be in London oh. playing against Chelsea on that day? Wow. Weirdly enough, yeah, he's at Bate Borisov. And that's, that's, and that's amazing. So it's one of those, yeah, work, I saw, I saw someone clashes. with a Kleb shirt. Really? <laughs> the last, last home game. A modern yeah. shirt? And I meant to take a picture of it. It was like a modern shirt. Is it shirt a new with, shirt? Yeah, a new shirt with Kleb written on it. That's mad. It was so weird. Yeah. family member. Maybe, yeah. Still goes yeah, the extended Could be the Kleb. Could be. I mean, didn't, I don't think it was him. We're going to have to clean these microphones after this, aren't we? It's a decent draw. You've got to say that. Yeah. But, you know, invariably, as with, you know, last year's Europa League, it's a time for... Cheap tickets and, and young players, I think. So you've talked there, I think, Andrew, about you know, is that going to be the games that Leno gets gets maybe embedded into the squad and you've got a Europa League game and a Carabao Cup game within five days, the Thursday and the Tuesday. And and that will be interesting because, you know, if he does perform really well in those, then maybe that is him sort of coming into to the league team. Um, so Jack Wilshere last season, didn't we? He yes. played his way into the league team. Yeah, effectively. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then got sold. But yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, that's not about that. Though. I don't think we'll take too many fans over to Baku. There's no no direct flights. I mean, that's you know you you got to do well to not have a direct flight from London to wherever you've got to go. Yeah. Uh, for Europa League game, and then the other one's Ukraine, isn't it? Mm. Voskla Poltava, yeah. It's the yeah. most Europa League draw. It's a very ever. it's classic. It's <laughs> yeah. textbook Europa. But when you're sort yeah. of when you're taking the piss about the fact that you're in Europa League, Azerbaijan and Ukraine. Yeah. Right up there. Yeah. I think I, yeah you were mentioning there before about we've got a bit of miles we've got to go. Was it nine and a half thousand miles? Yeah, right, Andrew. Tottenham only three and a half thousand. Hashtag conspiracy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, 
Major conspiracy. Major yeah. conspiracy. I am slightly depressed about the Europa League. More, I said this last year. I know. I mean, I'm excited about the weirdness of it all, but I do feel it will affect. It's just, it just affects the whole team, doesn't it? The whole, even though obviously you might pick a completely different eleven, and even though he's won the bloody competition, was it three times? Mm, three it times. still has a. She says obvious negative effect on any team that plays in that in that competition. It's, it's just such a weird on Sunday to have well, a competition that immediately negatively impacts on mm-hmm. you, unless it's you so win bizarre, it. Unless isn't you it win really? it, right? Yeah. It's just insane, isn't it? It was also kind of like a fun novelty last year. Yeah. Now it's like... Now it might have worn off already. (laughs) The one thing that was interesting, obviously, it got to the latter stages of last season, it was clear, were we to get into the Champions League, it would have to be by winning the Europa League. What would be interesting is if we somehow are in touch of you know in touch with fourth, come a quarter final, come a semi final. What the priority becomes? Yeah, because I don't think any of us are expecting for us to somehow. You could be in touch with fourth. I don't, I don't think it's out of the realms. I don't expect that. I think we'll come six. Maybe it's Spurs crisis. Uh, well, um, yeah, if they do a bit more of what they did, it was right. We were saying before we started this podcast, what they did against Watford was incredibly Arsenal-like in going one 0 up was, and yeah. finding a way to lose. Yeah. Um, and the Carabao Cup draw got Brentford. Yeah, I mean that's uninspiring. But Andrew, Andrew did a research. Oh, yeah, you said you're yeah. off. Brentford. Yeah, uh, as soon as I heard about the draw, <laughs> I uh, immediately went down to Griffin Park. I was going anyway, um, and uh, yeah, they were they were very much a, an Arsenal like team. So we'll be fine. <laughs> they're not going to get in our faces and at home they'll, as well. yeah they'll just try and pass it around nicely club, aren't they they sort of um, they've got all these stats guys what, is have it, they uh, Benham is that, is that yeah, yeah and I the think he's, he's, they're owned by a, a betting agency yeah, ben, I think Benham, yeah I think I'm right is they, they're all spot, they're sponsored by Leo Vegas or something I don't oh. know yeah. Yeah. yeah isn't that where isn't that where Alan Sugar's based as well Brentford isn't it, isn't it? Is it uh, yeah Matthew Benham the well known data analytics yeah I mean you know expert something like that yeah isn't data analysis isn't something like you started on tech? Yeah, well, it's Amstrad. Was, yeah, yeah. Amstrad, right? Yeah, yeah. the no, emailer. No, but on. this is a more of like a moneyball approach. Yeah, to, no, uh, okay. and Nico Yanaris came on as a substitute. Really? If anyone remembers him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. central midfielder. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what the number eight shirt is? Yeah, he, it retur- so it's a, you, you an emotional return <laughs> to the uh, yep. the Emirates. That's Charlie's article. That's sort what of a narrative. Yeah, like get a good reception, like Jeremy Eliadier. Well, yeah, coming up in you're obsessed with this this. In fact, is Yanaris playing in that Legends game? <laughs> yeah, maybe he is. I mean, <laughs> I've seen some of the people so I don't know why you're mocking it. I think, you know, it's the, an event for the uh, the two foundations of both Real Madrid and Arsenal. Uh, Great cause. all the, yeah, the profits from the event but where will be going to. where are the Legends like? Where's Ian Wright? Where's Dennis Perkamp? Well, Wright, he doesn't play in these things, does he? I think he's got a very bad ankle. Oh, is he? Um, but, no, uh, you know, Perez. <laughs> yeah. Perez. Okay, Freddy, Perez. Dave Seaman, I think. And, uh, Ray oh, Parler's Youngberg's playing. playing. Is that yeah, right? Oh, so Fred, I, think, I love Freddy. There's, so, look, I think it's... Uh, there's still definitely tickets available. So it's this Saturday, two o'clock kickoff. It's twenty quid tickets in the in the lower tier. So uh, if for those wanting an Arsenal fix, yeah. you said uh, you've you've got something on board. Oh, you're not going to be there. I'm a busy man. Yeah, I'm not. Were well, you yeah, in a queue for Supreme or something? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get there because I think it's managed. Managed, 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 managed by David O'Leary. Married by David O'Leary. And and it's Pat almost Rice. like a vision of what might what have could been, have yeah. been. Yeah, the hell of what could have been. <laughs> Post yeah, leads right. O'Leary. Yeah. Yeah, it's a strange one. Are you going to bother with that one, Charlie? No. Don't, I think I've got to give that one a miss. Yeah, I'll be, yeah, I'll, I'll be decorating. Yeah, <laughs> I'm incredibly positive. I'd like it on record. Footballist the Arsenal podcast are backing this event. Josh and the, and the proceeds. I'm expecting a full report from you in the next podcast I will, on the Legends game. They may, if they are defensively more stable than we were at, um, at Cardiff, I'll be, say, I'll be yeah. sure to tell you, Nigel. Nigel well, they're in charge. They should be. Yeah. Well, Nigel actually was doing a, a play with Legend event at the weekend. A bit of his warm up ahead of uh, ahead of facing Figo. I think he had uh, who he's expecting to play. Against on um, 
course. On on Saturday, and um, the one thing you have to say about you know they still want to you know be competitive and uh, and want to win. So I think I think it'll be a good spectacle. With Ali Adier up front, he's he's bloody good. You know, he, we did a couple of events. Also, play with Ajinova Summer. He's thirty-five. He should still be playing, really. But he's, I think he just decided. In case you don't know, Josh is in charge of Play with the Legends. Is that I think called? anyone, if they Some don't know it by now, know. unless you're Some listening to our first, well, I am in charge of Play with the Legends, which runs events with former footballers. If you and talking want... of which, if you want to do an event <laughs> and you want to come play ahead of a, an Arsenal fixture, we're uh, we're back on the twenty-third of uh, September. We'll be playing in the Arsenal Hub. So if you want any information on that, playwithlegend.com slash Arsenal Hub. Was it not Ali Adier who was instrumental in getting Guendouzi to come to Yeah, because Arsenal. from Lorient, which yeah, is where yeah. Jeremy played the year before uh, last. Yeah. Hey, I forgive him everything. Also, an invincible. Got 10 league appearances yeah. in that 2003-04 mm. season. Okay. So uh, we'll get him on this pod. I'm going to get him on this pod. I'm That's sure amazing. he'll be up for it. I don't will think... Will Baptista be playing in that league? <laughs> oh, God, that'll be, yeah. Baptista, that, that league he did a hot... He was a big... He played, yeah, no, he yeah, played yeah. for Madrid and yeah, Anelka did half and half in the reverse He was a big, picture. beefy guy, wasn't he? Yeah. I remember him. Um, four, four goals at Liverpool. Yeah. I, I feel... I, I don't know... I, I have no evidence, but I feel this is the most times Ali Aldier's name has been mentioned in any... Yeah. Within any I'm asking him to come on the pod. Hey. I think he'll be up for it. Boy, you... I'm excited. I hope you'll be... You'll be excited I love it. Good luck to seeing, good, look forward to seeing Jeremy, Jeremy soon. We are running out of time. We just need to predict a Newcastle game away on the 15th of September. Another Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. Extraordinary scenes. Well, it won't be many of them once we're in the Europa League. So yeah, we'll enjoy them while they last. That is true. What do you think, Charlie? I think we'll eke out a win. 1-0. Okay. Yeah, I like an eke out. Um, I might slightly pessimistically predict a 2 all. Because I just feel Newcastle have got to kind of get it together a bit more than they have been. What do you reckon, Andrew? Three one to Arsenal. Oh, okay. Because we just, I just think we look good going forward, and yeah, we get a couple of goals earlier. Yeah. What's the, is they're betting on us never keeping a clean, clean sheet in the whole season? I think that could happen quite. quite <laughs> well, we'll ask Alan Alga yeah. for a thoughts uh, uh, on that. I think Josh? a two-one win. Um, uh, yeah, I can't see us keeping a clean sheet, but. Look, hopefully we'll just outscore teams on, on some of these pictures. But I think this is a this is a really big game because this is the first one where you go, that's a good result if we can if we can go there and win. That's what it's become. Such was our away form last year. We have won away already this season. Of course we're saying it. Cardiff, which we've, are the we've worst. Got, we've, got that. we've won away at the weakest yeah. two in the Premier League. I you know, know, okay. But, now we have to go and win a you know, okay. a slightly right. mid mid table team. They made a big deal out there. It's like, oh, it's, you know, I remember he's got his first away win. It's only his second away game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. It's got fifty yeah, percent win record at the moment. Anyway, thank you very much to Charlie and Andrew and Josh and to Jeremy and Adier. And uh, we'll, we'll see you in two weeks. Oh yeah, we're having a break for the boring international week which their hardly any Arsenal players will be visible. Thank you very much. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favourite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.